Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy and with me as always, it's lovely and talented Mr. Patrick Green. Hey everybody, how are you? Hey, we're going to cover episode 11 of Ultraman Taiga today. Um, I don't know the the name of that episode. One afternoon when the magic was lost from the star. Let's get a slightly longer title, if you don't mind. Parenthetical. Really, we mean it. And, like you said, they are writing this in Japanese and in the same thing. And it just takes up the entire screen. Subtitle guys are like, we're going to need a smaller font. (laughs) We're going to need a much smaller font, you guys, because I can't do this. This is not not enough. Yeah, but I like it. Um, It's a... We've got a very, very uh, good episode here for you. Oh, I like this episode, yeah. And, I mean, we'll get into it further, but the way they recap these episodes, I do like. The fact That's that nice. they recap so each us a little bit, yeah. And then they go into their intro. Yeah. Which, okay, fine. I'm good with. Yeah. So, <sighs> basically, Idris and the Tri-Squad get into trouble with the appearance of a magic woman, an alien... A monster and tentacles emerging from the ground. That's a that's a nice top notch TV guide. Yes, recap. Recap. This there, is guys. what you're gonna see. Get ready. Yeah, that's nice. Um, <laughs> so Hiroyuki runs into a woman named Maria. He just met a girl named Maria. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah, love the West Side Story. <laughs> oh, we need an Ultraman West Side Story musical. Oh God no. Nebula M78. Oh God no. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> But then we'd have to kill I am, somebody. I am the father of others. Woo! Did they kill people all the time? <laughs> we'd have to kill an ultra. No, we'd have to. We'd kill a monster. It's fine. We can rewrite. This is all. It's all <laughs> we'll fix it. Don't worry. The, the, fix we can it repurpose it. The, the, okay. So the jets and the sharks, right? Yes. The ultra ultraman can be the jets, and the monsters are obviously all sharks, right? Sure, so you picture them coming out, and then the snaps into the. <laughs> dude, I think we got a million dollar idea. Copyright science patrol. <laughs> Oh, okay. No. Oh, anyhow, um, she is a witch with magical powers. Yes. Um, and as uh, Alien Zeron was trying to exploit her magical powers, there is an emergence of mysterious tentacles attacking people from the streets yes. and from trees. And these tentacles show that not only do they wrap around people to choke them, right. but somehow they just latch onto people to take yeah, their energy. Well, it steals their ability to view dreams. Yeah. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> now it turns out, um, basically, we see a little girl lose her hat off of a bridge, right? Yes. And uh, this this magic uh, woman, wizard woman, Maria, yes, catches the hat in midair with her little wand, right, and makes it float back up to the girl. No, she floats it to her, and the girl has to come get it, which I thought was a little rude, but that's so she can talk to the girl. Yes. Like, oh, it's a lovely hat, and blah, blah, blah. And she says, are you magic? And she says, yes, it's our secret, and they think that's cute. And then Hiroyuki rolls along, and what I love is, like, doesn't want to wipe the memory of the little girl. Yeah. But she's like, well, he's an adult, so they're going to take him very seriously. He's suddenly met someone who knows how to do magic, and it doesn't work. Yeah, and it shows that she has to rebuild her energy right. all the time, which right. goes back to the ultra of he has to have so much time to sure. rebuild his energy, sure. which is um, fine. I like to call that Ron Weasley broken wand syndrome. Yes. Yes. Um, yes, that's fine. Exactly. You know, a little spell tape, but that's not going to do it. Um, so uh, we open basically with uh, the chief and uh, the other lady from the... Um, 
from Aegis talking to the chief's friend who is... Um, name escaping you? Yeah, name escaping me. Uh, she's basically opened up a pastry shop in yes. Paris and, and New York. And no, we was Paris and London. Or was it New York? I think it was it New was, York. Whatever it was. I think it was New it York. It wasn't Japan. It was because well, I think she expanded, is what she's saying. Like, she's got one there, and then she's like, not only... Like, right here. Come on. Like, yeah, I'm in. All what if she's some kind of schlub? No. <laughs> no, she's not. She's not. She knows what she's doing. And Hiroyuki is trying to figure out who this woman is. Right. Taiga is in his head trying to also help Hiroyuki. But she can hear him. She can hear him. And she says, I'm a sorceress who lives in a tree. Why don't you know that? I'm a sorceress who is a sorceress who lives in a tree. Magic girl Maria. <laughs> <laughs> God, so, no. uh, that would be, um, her friend is, uh, Honoka Kanzaki. Sure. Yeah. If you say so. I do. And, uh. And then you see that all these trees are attacking everybody. Yeah. You see a news report of a video of the attacks attacking the woman from the bakery right. as well. Like, hey, that's my friend. So we got to go investigate that. So of course, Hamare and, uh. Hiroyuki are called in to investigate it. Right. And, uh, of course, Magical Girl Maria tags along. Of course, why Because why wouldn't you? You're a Magical Girl. That's what you, that's your point. <sighs> I'd like to see more of Magical Girl Maria. I think I'd like to see her become part of this team. Or at least adjacent. A I'd team like adjacent. Like come up team adjacent. It would be nice. Time. It would be like, nice. um, I'm trying to think of, like, someone from a show we would both know. We're like, okay, the Felix Leiter. Yes, uh, of yeah. the Bond movie. <laughs> Shows up every once in a while, yeah. gives you a little information, gives you a little help, and then disappears. Yeah. Either gets killed or doesn't, yeah, loses the light or doesn't, you know. Like, <laughs> they're real loosey-goosey with the continuity. Well, they can be because we got to figure that the Felix Slider is the James Bond of the United States because James Bond is so many different people, he just uses the same But he's name. not. It's really the same person. No. No, according to Albert R. Broccoli and Company, James Bond is one guy. They do not explain it past that, but it's one guy, and we are seeing different phases of his career somehow. Sure. Yeah. I well, that's why they rebooted it with Daniel Craig. Like, okay, none of this ever happened, <laughs> or if it did, you it, forgot about it. No, or if it did, it's like a retelling of the story. Yeah, and it's played by somebody. Else. They, it's, okay. it's not a code name. That's a fan theory that has been debunked. Okay. I so yeah, it's a code name. No, that's why. Well, here's the thing: if you're James Bond and you're actually friends with Felix Leiter, some other knucklehead comes to you and is like, "Oh, James, it's me, Felix," and he's like, "Oh, of course it is." How would you know? True. How would you know? I mean, it's not like they're time lords, or are they time lords? They could be. Why okay. Not? Well, anyhow. <laughs> And let it all just fly. That's why yeah, I, sure. I don't use logic on Bond movies. Oh, no. Let it all just nope. go. Nope. You can't nope. Let nope. follow nope. logic nope. at all. <laughs> That's why the James Bonding podcast has been a big help. Yes. I have to actually listen to that. Now, the problem is, is most of it's now behind a paywall on Stitcher. Oh, then I can't do that. Yeah. 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 They only keep the last six months. It's been like three months since they put an episode out. So. Oh, so it's, it's all pretty much, much going behind a paywall. Yeah, yeah. Not not ideal if you want to get dive into the back unless you want to do that. Uh, and this is not an advertisement at all. It does sound like one. The free thirty days Stitcher Premium. No. And then you just because I you download them all and put them elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <clears throat> no. I'm not going to do that. I'm also, I'm sure there's some sort of place where someone has archived them when they were free. Yeah. When they were on Nerdist. 
<sighs> Any who's will be. Um, we have uh, we have the, the investigation of this. You know what's going on. And then um, another alien appears. His name is Alien Zalon. Yes, and, and they actually gave his first name of Oshoro Zalon. That's right. Why not? Well, yeah, why wouldn't you? <sighs> and, uh, and he beams back to Earth and needs the sorceress mm -hmm. to control the monster somehow. Right, so he has planted a Jamaria on Earth, apparently. Yes. And so he uses captures Maria in his snappy spaceship. Which is very, very that, I thought that was like a teleporter. How that happened? <laughs> sure, sure. And uh, he uses his device to call Jamari from the underground. Yes, but and it accidentally summons Pegos instead. Right, but the the giant pit that they use. Holy moly! That is some of the best miniature work. They use so ever many ever. miniatures. There's it so much. Oh my god! Fantastic. There's a little. There's a station wagon or hatchback or yeah. something. And it's got tons of crap in the back of it. I saw. Like, <laughs> like your station wagon accumulates what? crap. Yeah. Yeah. But and and it's, it's so good, you guys. Oh my god, they really went all out on just three minutes uh, at most. At most, and they then put so much work yeah. into that. Yeah. That's so this hell. whole car park just collapses, collapses in on itself in on a giant pit. And then there's the monster, like, hey, here's, here's Johnny. So, yeah, that was really great. And then he, of course, comes out. And uh, and then we get our Taiga transformation. That's right. Which is a, again, a longer transformation. Well, did you notice they added a step? I just noticed it was longer. Yeah, it's not much longer. But they, uh, they, um, he pulls the uh, bottle opener off the belt right, thing, right? The belt. And then he holds it in back of the bracelet, and it it beams something into the uh, bracelet. It's like two seconds. But no. But I noticed it. I was like, "Hey, yeah, you're adding stuff step. in. Wait a second. <laughs> For trying to make it quicker, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what I think. And this is complete. I'm wool gathering. Wool gather. I think that possibly. That that's been part of the transformation since the beginning, but they go. cut it for time. It's a possibility. And they were like, you know, we can lose that. And everyone's like, episode eleven, we can bring it back in. We've we've tightened not the script, just, you guys. Well, not just that, but they needed an extra minute or two, and that'll take an extra minute or two. Yeah, just they were like, hey, we're thirty, we're four seconds, seconds short. Short. Let's do that. We'll put the thing back in. It's fine because <laughs> he does it with that, and he does it with Titus. Yes. So, oh. um, so then we get after a fifty-year absence from. Uh, the ultra de cannon. debut, Pagos returns. Yes, Yay! and the battle between Pagos and Taiga. Yeah, is about the silliest battle I think I've ever seen. It's up there. It's ridiculous. It's up there. But then he uses his Helleborus ring, which of course he's got. Of course he's got one handy. Makes a uses the hell slash. Right. What does that do? Not not a no. It pings thing. off his shell. Exactly. Um, now his hide is very much. It's the the suit was once fashioned from an old um, oh what's his name Baragon suit. Okay. So you can see that it's got those ridges on his back. Yes. And yes. we've seen that suit a lot in the original Ultraman. I remember. Yeah, I do remember there was lots of shells. Then we get our Titus transformation. Right. Because he's like, well, you want to put a tough guy against a tough guy? Let's do this. Yes. And Titus knocks the monster down 
a whole right. bunch of times. Right. Boof, bang, bing, bop, right. boop. And then uses his ray, which blows through a building. Yep. Love yep. that scene. Yep. Yep. I think it's the second time we've seen it. Yep. So an effect like that, it is still fun. Super effect. <laughs> then we get our Fuma transformation. Right. Oh, I we mean, got like, Fuma too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right. Because he yeah. tags out, and uh, and you know it goes into into Fuma, and that's how they kill Pegos because Fuma uses this giant energy blade. Yeah, the whip sword kind of deal. Oh yeah, yeah, and then oh. cuts through him and blows him up. Good. Exactly. Um, Actually, no, it doesn't blow him up good. It does. It no, it doesn't blow him up. He sheds a single tear and turns to stone. Okay. Which I was like, oh, yeah, look at that. It doesn't blow him up. And then he just kind of falls apart, yeah. which is fine. Turns into stone. That's fine. Mm -hmm. yeah. that, see, that's the kind of, this is the kind of thing that the cleanup show needs to go. <laughs> like, what are we going to do with all this? Why are we going to use this? Stone? Wait a minute. We need concrete. Yeah. There's a lot of stone. We can use them both. Yeah, we can make some. Yeah. They know, like, six episodes later, they've hollowed it out and it's now condos. So, like, where do you live? Oh, on Pegos Towers. You know, like, it's going to be good, time. good times. Um, so, the sorceress in the hospital, no, I'm sorry, the bakery woman wakes up. She doesn't have her dreams. Right. But now the trees attack again. Right. And it's like, it wasn't this monster. <laughs> right. Who could it be? The first monster appears, starts to eat trees. He, sh the monster, spouts them from his mouth somehow. No, those were his tentacles all the time. He stands up and he's got like a big long tongue, and it goes into the ground, and that's how the tentacle. So he's yeah, see, okay, that makes more okay. sense than just eating trees. But then we get our tiger trap. <laughs> I love how that makes yeah. more sense. I can't, just I can't argue trees. any of it really. No, nope. I just can't. That makes way more sense. <laughs> Then we get our Taiga transformation. Yeah, so he transforms again. We get the shorter transform scene. Right, quick transformation. He gets hurt. Right. And where's our transformation? Oh, crap. The bell. <laughs> the Hold bell. on, you guys. Bell's coming. Sorry. Sorry. That's okay. And this is a two-parter. Yep. And just in case you didn't like the long title of episode 11, episode 12 title, <laughs> when the universe will go on dreaming. Or no, then the universe will go on dreaming. Yeah. So that's sure, okay. No, that's not that bad. <laughs> that's, let's just get longer titles. Why not? Sure, I like it. I like it. Um, <clears throat> so and yeah. I didn't see this as a two-parter. No. Until the very, very end. Yeah, when end. you're like, oh, they're like, Tiger's hurt. Oh, no. And <laughs> you just think, oh, come yeah, on, that's guys. Fine. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, uh, ironic we, that we had just received our copies of uh, the, the Ultraman, Ultraman and Ultraman Ultra Q. Right. Um, uh, steelbook editions, you guys. Um, they are and, super. I haven't looked at them yet, but yeah, they are super. And uh, it's beautiful. Ultraman Taiga now has an Ultra Q villain in it. Yes. Which I thought was pretty cool. They probably... Um, and, and Reboot fights an Ultra Q villain. They probably timed it out. Coincidence? Like, no, I don't think so. Because no. when we were talking well, to Jeff was Gomez... Weeks ago. When we were talking to Jeff Gomez, they know when these things are coming yeah. out, and they just planned it that way. Yeah, well, the, the Tiger episode was weeks ago. The now, original, the original, which I didn't do. Oh, crap, I didn't do it. I didn't do it, you guys. I didn't tell you when it originally aired. That's what I was just I'm a horrible human. No, no, no. 9-14 of 2019. So maybe it was a ramp-up. Uh, Takonori Tsujimoto, and screenplay by Hirotoshi Kobayashi. So, yeah, even then, the universe will still go on dreaming. That's the official translation. Okay. Apparently. 
Okay. How you like that for long? I like that. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so um, let's do a Pagos. We're gonna we're gonna wait and do the uh, Camaria one for next week. Okay. Spiky boy. Why? Pagos is thirty meters tall. Uh, 18,000 to 20,000 tons. A little sure. bit of a light, little white, little light, light, uh, light guy. Original first appearance is Ultra Q episode 18, the Rainbow's Egg. Okay. Like I said, I haven't seen that one yet, so that's fine. And uh, his uh, what do you call it? Isn't here. His roar is not in here. That's what fine. can you do? What can you not do? Not much. Oh, you're gonna like this. Go ahead. The only reason this monster, um was in this episode of Ultra Q. Originally, it was supposed to be Gomez. Right. However, due to Subaraya being forced to return the Godzilla suit back to Toho, <laughs> Bagos was created in its place thanks to the Baragon suit being loaned back. <laughs> we need the Godzilla suit back. Wait, what? But we're doing a... We'll lend you the Baragon suit. We'll make it work. <laughs> That's great. All right, boys, take the eyebrows off him and send him back. <laughs> That's just fantastic. I I do love the fact that they loan stuff back and forth. Well, not only that, but Gomez is just Godzilla with like fright fangs and yeah, giant, yeah. giant, giant eyebrows. eyebrows and a horn. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. <sighs> so, um, yeah, this is basically his next appearance since all fifty years later. Yeah, Why that's pretty not? neat. Um. Uh, what's going on here? Um. Well, oh, well, it's the they cover they cover what happens oh. to the monster in the next episode. Oh no no don't go no. Don't go there. <laughs> it's everything I've ever wanted. Oh no! Christmas is early this good. year. Uh, okay. Oh, God, no. uh, this marks the first time Pegos has fought an Ultra Warrior, uh, and in similar fashion to Narongo's appearance in Ultraman Rubu, uh, the suit was freshly made for this appearance. Okay. So they, yeah. they, it's a retro suit because God knows after 50 years it's it would be a pile of nothing. Yes. Um, uh, director Tano, uh, Takanori Sujimoto stated that Pegasus' petrified body uh, was meant to show how people deal with the bodies of monsters after they've been defeated. They are listening to us, Patrick. Sure, this is sure. amazing. I don't care how this happens. Some the, the fact that we are willing these thoughts into the universe <laughs> is doing it. Good enough for you. Oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> Everybody, we can end it now. We're mission accomplished. Listen to Woo! us. <laughs> oh, okay, his. Powers and weapons are burrowing energy beams. He's super strong. He's a tough hide. Yes. The energy drill, which is the one that blew through the uh, building. And um, apparently one of his superpowers is petrification. He turns itself into stone when he dies. Sure, why not? Why not? Okay, okay. sure. I just got to let it go. Sure, okay. I'm sure that's how it works. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see no reason to argue. You can't. No, no, not at all. <laughs> I see no reason to argue whatsoever. Um, so yeah, uh, that's a that was a good episode. Yes, we would have done eleven and twelve, you guys. If twelve was up on YouTube, 12 right? It's not up on YouTube in English. Right. It's up in Indonesian, which does not help. No. And it's up in Japanese. Helps also not helping. Um, uh, yeah, but I, apparently the, the you know they're still working on getting these up. And that's is, fine. We I can't 
argue with the people that are doing it for free. Yeah. We just want it done on our schedule, not on theirs. Yeah. And we're already behind, so we figured it shouldn't hurt. You know, there's probably stuff going on. Um, but yeah, so. Um, Rate, review, subscribe. Yeah, I didn't want five stars. Go ahead. It's a very short episode, Patrick. Sorry? It's only 20, 20 minutes. There's not much we can do. No, there really isn't. Um, but we'll get we'll get to some more stuff later. Um, and that's about it for today. Rate, review, and subscribe. And um, tell your friends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's this. Make a shirt. Whatever. <laughs> why not? You got. Yeah. Why not? Exactly. Um, and oh no, we can do a we can do a monster minute on Alien Zelon. I thought you didn't want to do him. No, no, the other guy. We oh. do. This is the guy who was uh, um, using the 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 thing about Maria. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Why, Why not? not? Sure, right. Uh, he's an alien Zealand named Oshoro. Right. Uh, he planted Gamiria on the Earth so he would absorb the planet's magic power. Uh, but it got hungry and started to eat people's life energy. Sure. Uh, yeah, as it happens. Um, so, uh, he, you know, he accidentally summons Pegos, as we said. He gets into a brief fight with Hamare uh, and is hurt. And he teleports away, but he says, I'm never going to give up. Of course not. Why no, would why would you? Um, he's using a device to call monsters a tribute or reference to the original Zalon, um, who appears the first time in Return of Ultraman. Okay. Episode 31, In Between a Devil and an Angel. All right, sure. Yeah. Um... He is 1.65 meters tall. Short little guy. Yeah. Um, 46 kilograms. Yeah. That's Homeworld is planet Zelon. Big, big, big shot. Big shot. Big shot. They usually are from the planet their name is. Yeah, generally speaking. They are, however, flashy dressers. Oh, very nice. Yeah, snappy. Very nice. Okay. There's Every picture of them is in like... Nice suits. Oh, this guy's... This guy looks like this... They're basically nice suits. Yeah, never, okay. never ending. That's from uh, Never Ending Odyssey. Okay. And you know, dressed guy. very well. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Trendy. Hipster. Trendy. <laughs> he's got a. He's got the hoodie on there. Sure. Oh, that's the human form. Human sure. Form. Human form. Human form. Human form. Oh, oh that's from teleporting. Yeah. Nice. All right. Good. So yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, visually. They're disturbing looking. <laughs> yeah, they, they have they're red with little folds all up and down their face. It's very very yeah. It's like a like a uh, it's like a meatball with shingles. Pretty much. <laughs> I was gonna say like a what are those dogs with the the folds in their oh a sharpe sharpe yeah like a sharpe. They're face. not cute at all though. They're they're, they're not adorable. These yeah. monsters are. Not. I do not want to pet an alien zealon no, under no, any circumstances. No, no, I'm not happy about it. I don't like it. I don't have to like it. I'm no, not gonna like it. Not like it. But um, they are—they uh, can disguise themselves as humans, as can most aliens. Apparently. Yes. Apparently. Um, they are telepathic, and they sure. carry different rays and whatnot. Oh, of course. And um, that's about all. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. I uh, and I didn't think we got. Do we miss any Maria stuff? No, I don't know if we did. Really. Just the fact that she's an, an, is a sorceress on Earth and says that. Everyone has magic, just at different levels. That's right. And yeah, Earth good is point. Full of magic, just you never know how much you're going to have. I have That's lots. Right. You don't. That's right. Okay, fair enough. Uh, she is an alien from the planet Sarasa. Um, I knew there was stuff to dig out of this. Um, her powers and weapons are um, 
magic wand, obviously. She has yes. telekinesis and whatnot. And she has ESP because she can hear Ultraman Tiger when he speaks to her. Yes, yes. And I also like the fact that they had him... Um, like just sitting cross-legged, crisscross applesauce in the middle of the air. <laughs> I'm glad that they're doing a lot of, a lot more um, silly stuff. Yeah, I like the silliness. Yeah. I really do. I got to give it that. I do like the silliness. Yeah. So we're gonna see actually more of her next episode. If okay, that's, good. If that's not super obvious, being it's two part. Yes, I kind of figured. But yeah, yeah. Fine. And like you said, I would like to see her in go throughout the series now. But yeah, I doubt that's gonna I happen. See her come see. back. That would we'll be nice. Um, she migrated to Earth after her home planet was destroyed. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Um, I just want to see if there's anything like... Um, no, I can't. There's nothing that's not going to spoil the next episode. Yeah, so I don't want to... I'm not going to do that. I'm better than that. I'm better than that, Patrick. I'm not, <laughs> Thank you. I'm not one I of those spoily spoilerments. No, sir. <sighs> but anyway, rate, review, and subscribe. We love big numbers. And uh, they won't let you put 20, so put 5 is fine. Um... <laughs> We just won't let you do it, Pat. I've tried a hundred times. Yeah, um, and, uh, you know, go to all our places, uh, join the Facebook group, and our uh, recently revamped website, ultramanpodcast.com, is coming very soon. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So it's going to be good stuff. All so, right. on behalf of the Science Patrol, on behalf of the Science Patrol, it's, it's Word. And I've it's used word. it before. Uh, I'm Rich Conroy. I'm Pat Rooney. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit terminalsunburn.bandcap.com. Post production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at ultramanpodcast.com or find us on Facebook. Our email address is ultramanpodcast at gmail.com. The Science Patrol can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Until next time, for the Science Patrol, I'm Gretchen Brooks from the Kaiju Cast. <laughs>